There's a Nick Nolte in your uh, you're listening to the movie guys. Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about child protective services investigating Will and Jada Pinkett Smith's child rearing techniques are purely for entertainment purposes only. And not surprising. <laughs> think when they were making the kids work from a young age that would have been suspicious but we just have to wait till she's in bed with a man to did, have people be concerned did you not get the press release that you love his kids oh i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm told. i, I, I didn't that. realize i know that i saw his daughter once when i was watching oprah because she was on teaching me how to whip my hair back and forth you know there it really isn't that big a scandal because if you look at the picture um of who she's in bed with it's actually chris hansen you were stupid in so many Willow ways. Willow Smith, for so those of you who don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. a big thing. It's not a, not a sexy shot, but there's a no. whole big brouhaha because, I don't know, they're famous, Every 13-year-old was in bed with older men. Okay, where are you Just from? me? Just where me? Where are from? Western New York. Hey, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling movie guy's empire. Pardon my French, Rooney, but you're an asshole. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, bits, special guests, and more as we broadcast from the Admirals Club. In the heart of Burbank Airport's flyover zone. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week. Basically, search the movie guys anywhere you like on the World Wide Webs, and we come right up. iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Stitcher, and of course, themovieguys.net, absolutely free. And uh, we encourage you to subscribe wherever uh, you can, and if you do, still no charge. Newly posted to themovieguys.net, you can catch all the latest movie trailers, including the newest Guardians of the Galaxy preview, which is hot, and the uh, first extended <laughs> look at Christopher Nolan's Interstellar preview that's playing in front of Godzilla. You can catch that at our site as well. And you can find our latest shows like this one on ComedyPodcastNetwork.com, Break.com, IOComedyNetwork.com, and clips oh. from the show on Funny or Die. And the last bit of housekeeping, check us out on WBAD.net Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern and JonasMountRadio.com Thursdays at 6. What we're saying is stop listening right now. Whatever you're listening to, we're available elsewhere. Exactly. Go to some other format immediately. I think it's fair to say we are sweeping the internet. That is a sweep. We're swiffering, if nothing else. (laughs) Squeegeeing. Uh, We're squeegeeing. Your hosts for the hardest working podcast on the airwaves include myself, Paul Preston, here with Karen Volpe, Lee Caius, and Adam Witt. And later in the show, we'll be joined by the director of a new film on VOD. That's what the kids are calling video on demand. (laughs) And in select theaters next week, The Big Ask, Thomas Beatty, who will be in here, uh, with the uh, star of the film, David Krumholtz. So much fun will be had as ever. I hear he's something. Yeah. He yeah. is somebody. And we bring uh, we bring you our signature take, of course, as ever, on what's opening this weekend with our movie previews. New this week is a superhero movie with a title that sounds like your high school's senior class poem, <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past. <laughs> and if you're offended by Brian Singer's allegation uh, that he molested a 17-year-old, well, Blended is out there. <laughs> Look at that. Africa. Sun, sand, safaris. My boys would give anything to go on a vacation like this. No more dating for me. It's time and money I should be spending with my kids. Time for spring break. You gonna leave me hanging? Boom. Did he just uh, punchline something with boom? Boom. boom. All, right. All right. Back when I was a kid, uh, I never thought about going to Africa. I thought the greatest <laughs> thing ever would be to go to somewhere that had like hot dogs and roller coasters. <clears throat> As an I adult, not, I don't think about going to Africa. Right? <laughs> the kids would love to go to Africa. No, As an adult, I consciously avoid Africa. Right? 
even when I see stuff on the news about it, I keep flipping and I'm looking for hot dogs and a roller coaster. They're constantly killing somebody somewhere in Africa. <laughs> if it's not Sierra Leone, they moved it to Congo. If it's not in Congo, they moved to South Africa. Boom, boom, Somalia, blah, blah, there. blah, Sudan. Yeah. Blended is topical. They just sent 80 Marines to Africa, right? Yes, yeah, they did. For kids. Topical. For, to for help kids. the little girls. For kids. Yes. <laughs> what is wrong? Okay. Kids can't wait to go to well, Africa. When they said, bring back our kids, they weren't talking about that. Well, she uh, did Sandler, say my boys Barrymore. can't wait to go there, not my yeah. daughter. So. Uh, mm. Oh, hey, quick update for Rotoflix, yes. uh, the uh, online fantasy movie game we're playing. Lee. Did I completely screw the pooch on that one? What? Did you, you not start Godzilla? I don't think didn't. I didn't. How he do you didn't not start, start Godzilla. Godzilla. Well, it's like, weekend. It's it, like not starting Tom I, Brady. I thought I had him. I thought I had Godzilla in the the lineup, <laughs> yeah. and then you keep getting these emails that says you got three hours, you got two hours, and you're sweating it out. But I got it at work, and then I got home and I completely hey, spaced babe. on doing fantasy it. league Good. movies. Yeah, yes. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I, I start, have to go check because I have. I think I've blended. That opens this week. So I, have, I have blended this uh, many points. Oh, what do I have? Well, I beat Zero? you with the director of Godzilla, who gets half the points the film does. So yeah. anyway, if you want to argue with your friends like this, but I can <laughs> rotoflix.com, so F-L-I-X. But I can I can move them into it now, right? Yes, for the yes. second weekend. And, yeah. you, and if anyone gets injured, you can take them out and put somebody else in. If Godzilla pulls a hammy, yes. I got Brian Singer. I slip right, right now. In there. Karen mm-hmm. started. Legends of Oz, Dorothy's Return, and has more points yes. than you. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I don't even don't even know why that. Oh, movie oh I got also any want points. to talk TV for a second, although no. we're the movie guys. Please I just do. mentioned you should be watching Twenty Four because they're back, and that show is really good. Uh, oh, and you should be watching the Mindy Project because Ike Barinholtz, who was on, who at the time I was like, oh, he's nice. He's so funny. He's so funny. I can't he is hilarious deal on that show. with him on that show. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I, he's great. I, he's the Herb Tarlick of the Mindy Project. But he's yeah. the only one that has any heart, and he's the only one that's purely a good person. The rest of them are sort of selfish, and he'll just run in and think of others and then do stupid things because he's so busy helping them. There goes a plane. Selfish yeah. characters made for a great sure. show. I mean, Cheers is my favorite show of all time. And those oh, guys so are funny. Just I don't know <laughs> if I ever recognize them as selfish as much as Seinfeld. Shallow. Yeah, yeah shallow, yeah. and they just they just never yeah. really, never. I, I love there's, <laughs> they never really let the moment get too heavy, so I didn't notice that to be shallow. Yeah. But I think there was a moment where uh, ogre. From the uh, nerds, that's the, be- that's the best episode right? where he comes in and gives that that speech about he's being the, he's picked a, on. He's a he's a he's hired as a a bouncer, bouncer yeah. for Cheers, and they end up making fun of him, and then he he turns out to be the gentle giant with feelings, and he oh, that's Ike. and he has this real sad speech that he gives to them, and they all feel really guilty for a moment, and then he leaves, and as soon as the door closes, they all start laughing they about start him, going, <laughs> <laughs> they all start snickering about him. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's that's what I liked about Cheers is it never quite turned the corner into a very no, never sentimental, never, never special no. Cheers, no. very special Cheers. But another reason to watch. Twenty-four. Uh, I'm going to get the wrong name. John Boyega is in that show Boy- right now, Ooh. and he's in the new Star Wars movie. So if you want to get a little taste of the guy who's going to be in the next Star Wars film, I don't know in what capacity, but in this, he's a he's a guy who's accused now of uh, droning, drone attacking, or droning people, droning, droning on and on. It'll be a verb soon <laughs> enough for the love of God. He's droning. <laughs> yeah, we all been there. Those kids are droning again. John Boyega. Oh, wait a second. Uh oh. And time. It's been exactly 301 <laughs> days since the last X-Men movie. There and none go. too soon, if you ask Adam. Hey. Outstanding. Then let's do it. Adam, you'd be the perfect candidate to talk about X-Men Days of Future Past. Let's do it. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Moody Blues. <laughs> Tuesday afternoon from their album 
Days of Future Past. Oh my God. You're listening to Wrenching It In Network. <laughs> All right, screw it. Let's go. Oh some, my God. Let's, I, if I let's were get excited. Please, and I enjoy, heard please him. enjoy your romance novel. Yeah. Everyone. <laughs> Get ready to pick the person you go to this next movie with carefully, because it's a superhero movie based on one of the most beloved storylines in comic history. Do not go within 100 feet of any friend who attended Comic-Con during the opening weekend of X-Men Days of Future Past. This is like 300 Rise of the Empire, because a prequel and a sequel is basically what this is, what they're calling a freaky dequel. Do they fight an epic battle, Adam? <laughs> well, it's an X-Men movie, isn't it? Well, there you go. Days of Future Past is the superhero movie with a title that could win a French film festival. In fact, the Sundance Five on Sunset just accidentally booked this for a week because they thought it was the one about the dyslexic with amnesia. <laughs> Days of Future Past starts in the year 2023, where robots called Sentinels have wiped out more mutants than Brett Ratner's X-Men 3 scriptwriter. With all hope lost, older Charles Xavier and Magneto, played by Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, resort to time travel, sending the one and only Wolverine's consciousness back in time to kill Sarah Connor and make Mystique and Magneto kiss at the Under the Sea dance. I already have questions. <laughs> so, Wolverine, the man made of adamantium, goes back in time... Not to stop the Vietnam War, not to stop the oil crisis, no. not to stop Casey and the Sunshine Band from forming, but to stop a mutant genocide. Selfish much? Brian Singer returns to the franchise he launched to direct his first X-Men movie since his last good film. How did Brian Singer spend the intervening years? Well, according to official court documents, he was very, very busy, as two men have come out and accused Singer of sexual abuse while they were underage. Based on Hollywood's past history, Singer will soon be run out of town with torches and pitchforks. Or given a special Oscar, depending on box office returns. <laughs> Unlike the carefully planned The Avengers, it's the unique kismet of 2011's reboot, X-Men First Class, that allows Days of Future Past to tell a complex story, superhero story, requiring distinct past and present casts. Now with comic book movies in full bloom, it's as hard to remember a time when an X-Men film was a gamble as it is to remember Robert Downey Jr. being on SNL. But for X-Men, the unknown talents of 1999 and 2011 have grown very expensive, causing the budget of X-Men 7, we'll call it, <laughs> to skyrocket to a reported $250 million, giving it a steep climb to profit. But this film will get you caught up on new X-Men. According to IMDb character list, they include Surveillance Guard Number 1. And surveillance guard number two, French TV reporter, blue suit traveler, airport backpacker, and of course, President Nixon. Actually, I think Nixon plays one of the supervillains. You sure about that? No, but it, it would make sense, I would think. If this is a hit, in the next film, characters from the X-Men First Class go back in time to visit even younger versions of themselves. Now there's the movie I'd like to see. X-Men Babies. Ooh, perhaps. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. Oh, pending. Patent pending. pending. All right. Uh, I said it Just third. like Muppet Babies. <laughs> that, that's X-Men yeah. Days of Future Past. X-Men Babies. Da, 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 Get excited. Uh, Singer's career could follow my Michael Jackson theory, which I think I've shared with you here before with yes. Woody Allen. Well, Michael Jackson's music was good. He was like the king of pop. 
Yeah. When it got bad, he was a child molester. <laughs> so <laughs> there's a direct correlation. The movies have to stay good for Brian Singer. So we're open. This movie has to be good for him and for, of course, fans. As but well. he kind of makes hate. He hates making movies profitable. Like certainly there was less money you could have spent on Superman Returns because it was still a gamble. But that was like a two hundred plus million dollar movie. And part of the reason that he didn't get a sequel is it just wasn't profitable enough, even though it made plenty of money. Mm-hmm. But here he is. T- now, of course, this cast though. It's a ridiculous cast. Yeah. This is the most insane cast oh, yeah. put together for such a venture. No, when I, I was at Comic-Con, when they all came out, they flew in from wherever the hell they were shooting, and they all came out on stage, and everyone was just like, they exploded. Crotch, th- crotches exploded all over Hall H. <laughs> <laughs> I thought whenever I first saw Entertainment Weekly and I saw that Jennifer Lawrence was playing the blue lady, and she's just young and hot, I didn't know that there was a time travel element. I thought it was just Hollywood element of we want the hottest, newest oh, right. chick. Get out of here, Romaine. It didn't seem like it really had to make any sense. They would just say, look, we want Romaine to take a hike. Is she still hot, Rebecca? Yes. Romaine's famous? I haven't seen her in forever. Um, what do yes. I know? John, John is getting a little weathered, though. You guys, is he? No. Have you seen his Oikos commercials? He's a, well, The world is over, then, if, he, if that happens. <laughs> That's like the end of the world. Stamos I mean, loses his looks. He's, he's still hot, too. He's still a good-looking guy, okay. but you could, he's just, you know, he's not going... Graceful He's not in blue spandex either, so he'll be all right. <coughs> Fingers crossed. She's oh, not yeah. in spandex though; it's paint, right? It's body paint. I hope so. Even yeah, that's, more that's of a reason. Practically skin. Because I've been yeah. slowing down the the trailer while she does her leg spinny thing. Yeah. To see what's going on there. Shut You're slowing up. down the Carl's Juniors ads. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, that was stupid, wasn't it? The Quicksilver reveal, oh, like the or the I don't know what they call him, Peter Maximoff. They can't yeah. call him Quicksilver because Quicksilver's in the Avengers, even though the character was in both in the comics. They're, wait, so the characters are both, but they're not going to call him Quicksilver? In yeah, one of them? he's Peter oh, Maximoff, his alter ego in oh. this one, and he's Quicksilver in the Avengers. Oh wow! But maybe what? Peter Maximoff as well. I don't know. I'm not the only one doing that. Though, Peter yeah. Maximoff's going to sweep the nation. <laughs> she might have on a thong. I this doubt is, she's going to go is, full. This cleavage. is all I'm trying to determine. No. I just want to know, you know, what's in store for you me. Really nail it with the cast, though. Even the X Men First Class <laughs> casts all got super famous yeah. in just a couple years. I mean, you know, Hunger Games and and yeah. then uh, all those various projects where Our Warm Bodies. Uh, uh, warm Bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, Warm Bodies. Right. Beast was in Warm Bodies. <laughs> and that McAvoy film. <laughs> and the one where he goes Filth? nuts, and the other yeah. one where he's angry. Yes, yeah. those are great. Uh, well, Danny still... Boyle one's actually really kind of amazing. I, I got the free screener of that. If anybody has a chance oh, to see that, that if that's like what a Netflix or whatever. All I comes to mind I is filth, remember. but that's the next filthy. It's movie. another one-word yeah. title. Trance. 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 Cool Thank movie. You. I mean, Danny Boyle is like... He's out of his mind. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Out of control. Uh, this one still hasn't won me over, which is weird, because I, I don't know... Future Past? Any of the X-Men stuff. Oh, the only no. thing I like about it is the fact that the dude who plays Wolverine is a great song and dance man. Hey, That's what well. I take away from it. Karen goes to all That's the X Men movies hoping they yeah. haven't come there yet. Song There's a hand. scene where Wolverine tap dances his way to <laughs> justice. Who wouldn't like to see that? <laughs> see, people would love it. Uh, uh, yeah, he's back for the seventh time playing Wolverine, and that means it's time to fire up another round of <laughs> the Doug Ray Scott Suicide Watch. Oh. <laughs> Is that the guy who didn't take the part? Why do we need to fire that up, Adam? <laughs> well, oh, a lot of people don't know that Doug Ray Scott, a, an actor you don't know, <laughs> and, here's, uh, and here's why, <laughs> was two weeks away from playing. He was cast as Wolverine. Oh. It was a done deal. Oh. That man was walking to the set of, of X-Men as Wolverine. And then they got a little behind production on Mission Impossible 2. 
and he had to spend two extra weeks, just two weeks. Mm. X-Men was going to shoot for a long time. Aww. But those two weeks made it critical that they cast another actor right away, and that was... Curly from Oklahoma. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> All true. Ah, the George but Lazenby It was a beautiful, Wolverine. beautiful morning But the Suicide him. Watch yields uh, fruitful results for Doug Ray Scott. Yeah, he is he in doing? production on a couple of films. Right oh, now. good. I did hear his name recently. Someone just mentioned it. In well, so, he, so he, what he, you're he, saying, Paul, is he's still alive. Yes, okay. yes, he hasn't <laughs> done himself in. I know he's in production, but he, is he still with us? He's on Strike Back. He's on Hemlock Grove, the Eli Roth oh, okay. uh, Netflix show. He's yeah. on The Wrong Man's, which you can watch on Hulu. Oh, I heard. Really Jamie good probably things. has, right? No. Have you seen the No, Wrong I found a TV show you haven't watched. It's on Hulu. It's not quite. TV. It's a, oh, it's, ah. oh, it's not TV. It's Hulu, and that's a negative thing. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, he's you know he was in uh, my week with Marilyn as well. So Doug Ray Scott. Has he done, real name Doug Ray? Maybe has, Doug. Has he done any Broadway? Dougie Scott was a rapper, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. Paul, has he performed has he on done, Broadway? That's a good question. We'll have to the find that out. I think they're all soap opera out. actors that they bring over from Australia. Right. Mm, well, they're good looking. Now, right. this is either the fourth, fifth, or seventh X-Men film, depending <laughs> on how you're doing the math. There's so many X-Men movies named first, last, or origin that there's no explaining this movie to Grandpa Caius. Grandpa Caius! Wait, which one is this? Uh, this is X-Men Days of Future Past. And it's the sequel to what? X-Men First Class. First Class, so that's the first X-Men movie. Yes. Okay, I've I've seen the first X Men. That's that's the one with Patrick Stewart. No, that's X Men. First class. No, first movie. X Men one. No, just X Men. And that's the one where they tell the origin. No, that's no. first class. Oh, I see. X Men Origins first class. No, X Men Origins is actually the fourth movie. They waited four movies to tell the origin of X Men. No, five movies. They waited four movies to tell Wolverine's origin. In Wolverine, that's the sixth movie. So what happens in P ninety X? P90X, well, that's a sweaty, oddly exuberant Hulk yells at you. So what was the last movie? First Class. Then what's The Last Stand? The third movie. But this is the sequel to it? Correct. So this new X-Men movie, it takes place in the future? And the past. Unlike the first one? Fourth one. Which took place in the past? Correct. Just like this one, which is a sequel to the first one. Which one? I don't know. First, first, first Class! class. <laughs> Grandpa Caius! <laughs> <laughs> I still I still have questions. <laughs> so which one has uh, Mulder and Scully? Yeah, that's, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I killed that last line. I agree. What the fuck? What the fuck indeed. <laughs> go to go to Wikipedia and read the plot. No, I can't. Your oh, your mind will melt. I do want to yeah. see it just to see how they figured this all out and if I could possibly follow it. But it's an amazing thing that this movie can exist via the fact that they had rebooted and now they have two casts. You would never just make X-Men first class in order to get to this one. They made that like a legitimate movie to launch its own and then had this idea to bring the two casts together, two very expensive casts together. But I think you got a lot of that to, to live up to. I thought Matthew Vaughn kicked the shit out of that first he class movie. That was an awesome movie. Yeah. And it was totally in the tone of, like, James Bond. It had this James Bond feel about it, the villain and the submarine oh, see, that goes out of the ship. Yeah, everyone shit. talks about everybody but Kevin Bacon in that movie, oh, who's so fantastic good. in that movie. Oh, he's great. And, and, and he needed a big role like that for a while. I mean, now he's doing the TV show, of course. But in films, he was always the guy off to the side or whatever. But this was a nice, big, meaty role, and he was great. Yeah, that should happen for him more often. I yeah, and with no crutches. That movie had no crutches except the word yeah. X-Men. <laughs> I'm going out on a limb here. Kevin Bacon should work more. <laughs> He's not in enough you know, things. There you go. When yeah. you said Kevin Bacon was that movie, I, I forgot that, and I yeah. immediately thought of him dancing. I just have a thing. You really do. Yeah. Has he ever been on Broadway? Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Footloose. He, 
Footloose doesn't well, need to be on Broadway. Okay. It was yeah. in Footloose. This is the original there you go. Shut up. On the pl- the play? Yeah. He was in the play? Oh. Oh, your favorite thing songs? ever. Was he smiling Jack Ross in the, the play too? Yeah, he might have tap danced across. Oh, that's right. We've touched on Lee's favorite movie of all time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, wait. Hang on a second. Uh-oh. And time. It's been exactly 314 days since the last Adam Sandler movie. And way too soon if you ask me. <laughs> Karen, let's talk about Blended. Oh, Here we go. Yeah. Yes, Adam Sandler has seen his shadow, so it's time for more hijinks. <laughs> Finally, Hollywood has the balls to have two characters go on a luxurious vacation in Blended, the latest movie to make Thomas Edison throw up in his grave <laughs> and also roll over in his grave over the misuse of the invention of cinema. There you go. That's Thomas Edison. That's almost oh, as whisper quiet well as our remember. fart drop. Oh. In Blended, a film repurposing a perfectly good title for a documentary about the Colombian coffee trade, <laughs> Drew Barrymore looks for love while Adam Sandler looks for a way to get a movie studio financed trip to Africa. I really think that's what he did. Brilliant. Clearly. He and, and Drew got together and were like, we want to go to Africa. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore have so many crazy coincidences. You think this movie should be called Not, Not You Again? again. Now, in the trailer we watched on IMDb, we didn't see anyone get hit in the nuts. So, are you sure this is an Adam Sandler movie? Here's the story. <laughs> it's the Sandler Bunch. <laughs> After a failed first date at Hooters, home of all fir- failed first dates, two single parents decide to get together and have one big group of awful kids. But coincidence, the movie really gets going when the writer of the movie actually gives up, and both couples... <laughs> Both couples just happen to win a trip to Africa. Don't people go on vacation to get away from their kids? What kid wouldn't want to spend spring break with their parents in an oppressively hot, socially and economically depressed part of the world with a population that is riddled with AIDS? Daytona? No, I said Africa. Oh. I've contracted AIDS. How did you get that? From an African prostitute. (laughs) The prostitutes from an African country that's ravaged by starvation. Selling her body was the only financial recourse she had left. So uh, funny. What are the oh chances God. that they'd end up staying in the same hotel, on the same safari, and in the same Africa? It's a movie, isn't it? Then Adam Sandler rides an ostrich, mm-hmm. Drew Barrymore parasails, the kids set everything on fire, and once again all fire extinguishers and movies shoot whipped cream. Apparently the hot fudge extinguishers aren't up to code. <laughs> it's enough excitement to have all the writers of the movie declaring it's finished. <laughs> But the writer's not only the uh, only one phoning it in. The whole movie sounds like it needs a nap. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler looks exhausted. He's not so much acting as responding. We're out of gas! Start running fast! <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. That may have been slowed down a little. A little bit. It's nice to but see still. that Adam Sandler is starring alongside Drew Barrymore instead of a fetus. But if you're going to go through the trouble of casting an aging Drew Barrymore, they could have at least lit her properly. This whole movie looks like it's lit with gas station fluorescence. <laughs> the film also stars Terry Crews, who not surprisingly appears without his shirt on. Oh, thank God. And Kevin Nealon, who thankfully remains fully clothed. Oh, thank there God. you go. That's the, uh, that's the movie, everybody. That's blended. Wait, where, where the heck is my... We'll pretend we're excited. I know, let's talk about something else. Da, da, da. I was stuck in traffic, so I was having plenty of time to look at the billboards for Blended. And the one thing I noticed is I feel that these are, you know, attractive people. It's not like they're awful looking. I just feel like 
they just their makeup wasn't blended <sighs> and the lighting isn't doing them any favors yeah. and it doesn't it's seem a really like, lazy looking movie except for the fact that they get themselves all the way to africa yeah, I mean, maybe that's it they couldn't afford there. to have good lights and makeup because they got to africa but but it's like the it's Hooters a weird is a set like well, they, there's lights above them. It, it, <laughs> like, I don't know why she looks terrible. She, I don't understand. It, it looks like they got cute. to Africa but forgot to get the shots. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever immunizations all, you needed to get to Africa, they forgot them. It's like, oh, crap. Malaria riddled <laughs> yeah. uh, romance. And it makes me sad because I don't feel like there's enough of these kind of movies made anymore like romantic comedies True. and then when they do make one they don't even make the good one. Oh, it's not yeah. love actually. It's like the crappy one that no one went to. And I honestly don't get the title. I don't know. Don't well, blend the families, wait, I guess. Now, hold on a second. Clearly, a blended family is like a black and white family, oh, they're all right? White. What? Yeah. No good? Okay. Mulatto? So clearly, this script in which they go to Africa had some like uh, like there's a, something missing. Originally, was was one of these characters supposed to be black? I oh wonder. Oh my god! One of them should have been Terry Crews or or a mulatto. Anything would no have good? made more sense. In 1980. No <laughs> Who are you? Are you knowing Grandpa that drop? That's a, oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Mulatto. No good? No, shut no up. Good? You can't oh, say okay. that anymore. Curb your enthusiasm. You know, Sandler, oh, uh, he normally has film titles. He can shout like, just go with it. Right? Or uh, once he can say like, Skittles uh, from heaven. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah. Skittles from heaven. That was, that was TV Rewind or what was it? Fast yeah, forward. Bedtime story. So a clip, TV Rewind. Yeah. <laughs> you don't mess with this old head. Like, yeah, but this one. <laughs> who, he's not going to yell blended. blended. Yeah, he's not going to yell blended. And I, for one, am disappointed. I'm sad about that, too. You know, I often wonder if Sandler would like to try something completely new, not just a James L. Brooks or Paul Thomas Anderson movie like he's done in the past, but, like, just get fully away from all this and do an outer space adventure or a Victorian-era romance. Like uh, Cool Breeze Reeves does. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, well, right? Yeah. Although sort more of. successfully would be <laughs> the goal. You he know, do it. He's we mentioned that this does look like a well-trod romantic comedy, uh, but but it's not a good romantic comedy. It makes me sad. But listen to these clips. They'll show you just how tired I think the actors are in the scene. Okay, you're gonna call me in ten minutes so that I can tell him I have an emergency. Hello. An avalanche in our backyard. I'll be home right away. It's an emergency. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <You> really? <laughs> that sounds a little. <laughs> Wait, I see both of them are. Got right? Buffalo shrimp with a sauce on the side. Oh my god. <laughs> Who makes sauces hot? Oh. <sighs> uh, you know, they could have just remade the wedding singer and I would have been happier. Oh yeah. Well, Love the wedding singer. Yeah, I don't know. It's time for a reboot of that. Yeah, but if you reboot, what do you, you, you just, set it in the 90s? Yeah, I and you just, just have him sing into like, uh, some, rap rock and shit. Or else have him doing some grunge <laughs> Lip something. Biscuit. Uh, now, I know I've brought this up with yes. uh, Tyler Perry movie, uh -oh. and not everyone agreed with me with the heavy-handedness of General Motors and Chevy in um, oh, the Alex Cross. Yeah. yeah. But the, the Hooters and the Dick's Sporting Goods... This oh, is a Dick Sporting Goods brought Big to you by. Big shot of that before yeah. they walk yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Hooters in, so per, in conjunction with Dick Sporting Goods They paid for the trip to Africa for <laughs> Sandler's family? Because really, mm -hmm. do the math. What's a trip to Africa cost for a family of four? Forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 to produce a movie that's going to gross $300 million? Yeah. Sure, I think that will do that. <laughs> sure. And it will. Yeah. And yeah. it's going against X-Men, so people like me would go to the theater and say, oh, okay, Drew Barrymore or... The guy with the things on his hands. I'd probably go to Blended. The guy with his things. I would go to Edward Scissorhands before both of these movies. Who has By the, the things way, on I his didn't, hands? I didn't get to talk. The about Wolverine guy. Oh, Wolverine. See, you even don't know. I don't know. The dog but I would guy. like to say, yeah. Wolverine's uh, Hugh Jackman Wolverine. has played 
the, the same character seven times, but yeah. Adam Sandler's beaten that, right? I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> he's played the same character. I mean, I don't even I didn't have time yes, to count. For every movie. But I'm right. <laughs> Except for the punch truck love. He was a different character in punch truck love. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the one he did with an auteur. That's what's uh, new in theaters. Now, opening next week and out now on video on demand is The Big Ask. Mm -hmm. And we will be back with the writer and co director Thomas Beatty and star David Krumholtz right after this 10 seconds of music. What is The Big Ask you ask? Coming up. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's a good tease. Right? It's like a radio guy tease. (laughs) You hit the post. Take us out. Now you can start right. This cut goes out. What do you mean, take us out? Lay down the beat. Oh, that's all right. I wouldn't want to. And we are back. Back with our guest segment, everybody. Loaded up with uh, two folks we're anxious to talk to. The writer, director, and producer of The Big Ask, Thomas Beatty. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. And one of the film stars seen in lots of different things. We can mention the TV show's numbers and uh, newsroom. We're big fans of newsroom. Oh, yes. And films like Serenity and Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. David Krumholtz. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Before we get to chatting too much, let me explain about the film a little bit. Uh, The Big Ask is on video on demand right now, which means iTunes. And I saw it on there. Everywhere. Is it really on like Hulu? It's on your TV. Beautiful. Is it on Amazon? It's on Amazon. It's on Hulu. It's on iTunes. It's on Time Warner. It's it's around. Good. Time Warner has their own thing. Yeah, man, I'm learning. Stuff so what you're saying day. is it's gone viral? Is that what they call it? Basically. <laughs> okay. Good. Yeah. And can I say it's called the Big Ask? Yes. A lot of people think it's called the Big Ass. Yes, I made. I tried to make a point. Well, because like it, it, that's what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. No one would ever uh, hear the Big Ask. They they're calling it the Big Ass now. Big ask. Big we ask. saw this uh, film. Oh, and I want to mention Coco's Co- also co-stars Jillian Jacobs, Jason Ritter, uh, Zachary Knighton, and Melanie uh, Linsky, who yeah. I've got a thing for. Um, <laughs> and it plays in limited release in theaters here in L.A. Anywhere else? Or will it play in New York as well? As of now, L.A. L.A. Cool. Yeah. That's it? Starting May 30th. So it's in what one theater? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> I'm, working on, I'm working on it. It says in theaters. <laughs> Plural. Yeah. I'm, I'm finding out They're going to move it theater? from one Home theater to the other theater. Theaters. Theaters. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is what I like on the set? Just uh, <laughs> Every day. Every wow. day. Yeah. yeah. But um, so uh, now Phoenix Film Fest was where we first heard of this film because we called it uh, Teddy Bears, Teddy as Bears. the world did. Oh, so yeah. uh, it changed now, obviously, in a shift to getting its release. Uh, what happened there? And why would it be called Teddy Bears in the first place? Well, it was called Teddy Bears because it, we shot it out in Joshua Tree in the middle of the desert, and there's a cactus out there that looks very kind of sweet and cuddly, and I know from personal experience, if you sit on it, <laughs> literally destroys your life. And it's called the Teddy Bear Cactus. So Destroys your life. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it takes a long time to get the cactus out of your ass. Oh. That's, yeah. And that's how you get the big ass? Is that how it's <laughs> Yeah. Oh, damn it. Sorry, I walked right into that. Wait, let me let play a little clipper to tell you what the movie's about. There is a reason I asked you all to come. To a vacation. To not dying of cancer. To no one else dying of cancer. Here, here. What I really want is to have sex with everyone here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> and, that's, and that's where we're left. Now, and that's, that's David in the lead asking this of his friends, and it's because your mother had just died of cancer? Yeah, my character's mother uh, has just died of a long bat- from a long battle with cancer, and I've basically fallen apart as a result of this, and I invite my friends out to the desert for my birthday, and these are the friends that were there for me 
through the whole thing and I tell them that what I want for my birthday more than anything else is an expression of free love to heal me. <laughs> and so I ask to have sex with them and they think, oh, you mean all of us? Guys too? And I'm like, oh no, just your girlfriends. And my girlfriend <laughs> who's there. Um, that was so the question I had. Yeah. So thank you. So 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 obviously they react like what the F, you know, that's not gonna happen uh anytime ever. And I don't drop it. And they're out there <laughs> they're out there with me for the weekend and at, you know, they my buddies are like, You're just horny. It's gross. Just say you're horny. And um and the movie actually becomes kind of it, it, it has some sort of emotionally dramatic undertones as well. Like it becomes about this guy really genuinely trying to heal himself uh, and really sort of um, feeling like this is the only way it's possible. And then his friends go from being disgusted and, you know, uh, pissed off at him to being really concerned about him because yeah. they realize he kind of has lost his mind. Mm -hmm. and, uh, mm -hmm. and that's 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 sort of the, what the film and then everyone. Everyone's lives either come together and, or unravel under the pressure of this polarizing question over the course of the weekend. Boom! Boom! Nice. Boom! Yeah. Damn! Plot synopsis. Thank oh, you. The, the plot desert plot. becomes a crucible, right? That was amazing. <laughs> we didn't even need Thomas here, <laughs> man. Well, now I understand the big ask. Yeah, yes, there you it's go. quite it's a question. Ask. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't done, you have, you've been making the rounds uh, telling that story? I've been doing story, interviews, yeah. The so, yeah, yeah. The first one <laughs> I did was like, It the movie, Bob, bad. Guys, sex to have friends with. Friends with sex, baby. Big ass. That was the first thing. It's gotten a lot better since then. Big ass. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So that's a kind of classic indie. You got your limited location, you got your desert and what a cabin or something like that, and mm -hmm. you got your limited time frame, right? So that's like what you put on yourself when you write the script, right? You're like, all right, it doesn't take place over too long amount of time, and it doesn't take place in too many locations. Absolutely. You know? yeah. yeah. I mean, and I set out, I was like, I want to make a movie. Because I've been kind of uh, floating around in the studio comedy drain for like five or six years, not yeah. having anything get made. And I was like, you know, we're going to make a movie. It's a house that I actually go to with my friends every summer. I was out there, and I was like, nice. I'm going to write a movie. I'm going to make location. it right here. Yeah. yeah. Guitar and a, and a turtle. That's what Rodriguez says, right? <laughs> if you got <laughs> exactly. a guitar and a turtle, you can make a movie. Yeah. Um, whenever I went to the Phoenix <laughs> Film Festival, one thing I noticed is that, of course, a lot of the films don't have the big budget like you would if you were making one of these big blockbusters. And so um, you can't make things blow up. So yeah. to, make the, uh, to heighten the drama, they have everyone sleep around with each other. And so that's another way to have some sort of... Um, I think what Karen a is asking is, when are you casting your next one? <laughs> I just need to know who to sleep with. You want to hear, you want to hear a really, I'll tell you a really creepy story. I worked with a stuntman once, uh, and I was working with him. And over the weekend, you know, I went my while I'm filming this thing, my girlfriend and I went to a Rennie fair. Oh, God. Oh, and so I saw the stuntman, and he was dressed up as a court jester, yes. and he was juggling. And I was like, hey, weird. I just saw you yesterday at work. And he was like, yeah. Hey, you know what this is, right? And I was like, no. He's like, after everyone leaves, after it closes oh, down the shit. public, it's one giant orgy. What? Holy what? Shit. And 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 he was dead serious. So Rennie fairs, you'll notice there are beds everywhere. It's an orgy, what? folks. Oh, because because that's why a lot of people went into theater in college was to get laid, right? right. So you do the play, and then everybody fucks each other. And right. that's why all yeah. these sort of bigger women are wearing these Pickles really uh, in their titties. But yeah. it's still yeah. the same wow. people that went to the Ren Fair, right? And they still haven't showered. Okay, so it's, yeah. they're not bringing in a fresh <laughs> crop of people to have sex with. <laughs> no, okay. it's still the people. You who get, work you get what you're dealt there. Right. They don't have for, accurate smell. No. And for full disclosure, because I feel we're very close to you now, mm -hmm. Paul and I, we did some 
Ren Fair work right out of college. <laughs> you mean Ren Fair? Yeah. Ren Fair work. This never happened. But no, this never, never happened. happened. <laughs> we. I think it's because our Ren Fair was actually like a theatrical troupe. We had to audition for it. For one, you had to actually get in. We were paid, so we didn't have to be mudbaggers and you know ask for money. We did full length Shakespeare plays, so uh, we never got to sleep with each other. Yeah. So we were either in the. <laughs> in, so we were either in the right company or, or the, the wrong, whole wrong company. company. Yeah. We were all proud of ourselves for being legitimate company and now i think that might have been a mistake yeah, yeah i think the audition for the ren fair he's talking about is a little different yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they weren't doing shakespeare they had to tame me of the shrew oh i should mention before we let phoenix film fest go because we were there if you've been following the showcast here we've been telling hey, stories trip. about when we were at the fest you won best ensemble there yes oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. david a- won best ensemble <laughs> yeah. I, I won oh sorry yes so thomas didn't That's uh, great. no thomas had nothing to do with my performance <laughs> Did you all thank him properly? Oh, you weren't there. You weren't. I you wasn't were, there. No, that's right. No, you were not I, there. I, I just took him out to dinner just now. Yeah. Oh, so very, very nice. kind. Yeah. Did Other you have uh, fun going on the festival circuit? How many festivals did you go to? I actually, the movie went to I want to say twelve or thirteen, but I only got to three of them. Sadly. Yeah. That said, they were all awesome. Yeah. I think I got the best ones. Yeah. So. We went to Seattle. I, I saw that on, yeah. on the list. We cool. premiered yeah. in Seattle. We all had a great time there. I went to a festival called Waterfront, which is actually where I met. Paul Osborne, who's a mutual friend, ah, filmmaker yes. of all of us, friend of the show, and <laughs> and it, it was, from what I hear, the only the only sort of, oh, how do you say, it? it's a bigger party than Phoenix. That's no not kidding. Possible. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it it is a festival that has their own ice luge with the festival logo shut on it. Up. And when you get there, they say you have to take a shot on the luge. And you're like, "What is this a joke? I'm at a film fest. No, it's not a joke." God, that's impressive. <laughs> Phoenix was quite a party. That is impressive, dude. That's nice. Yeah. All right. That's now, uh, David, you, one, you you were on Freaks and Geeks, correct? I, I did an episode, yeah. Did sure, an episode? Sure. Oh, sure. So is that where you sure. met uh, guys like that you've kind of uh, kind of been in the loop of since? Wait a minute. Seth you Rogen heard Luge, and then you immediately went to Freaks and Geeks. Well, I wanna, I'm just I wanna, putting that he together. Has agen- he has an agenda. <laughs> I'm going back to find it. It's all right. Let me, grab, let me wrap it all Luge up. Episode. Let me wrap this all up. I'll get there quicker if you don't want to sit around for how I'm going to work this all together. But there's been loops of people I think you've kind of been in. You've been in like a Whedon verse, one might call it, a little Joss Whedon, yeah, a little bit. Sure, sure. And this like Apatow universe. Yeah. And so, Thomas, starting to make your uh, films, do you want to create a universe of, of, of movies now with uh, all these characters that kind of come together? With, with like the same actors. With like the again, same yeah. actors. Well, actually, four people. <laughs> let me tell you something. And this is not just because <laughs> of how close David is to me right now. I would like to, Staring at to do some ensemble, like same people again. I think that's an awesome way Apparently to... Apparently yeah. you were awarded for it because you have a good eye of putting people together. I, d- I have a great eye. And people Use recognize that. Use that eye to look that. around. That's <laughs> really, yeah. <laughs> look around. But there, there is something to be said for the fact that your movie won for Ensemble. We um, are all Second City type people and the one thing that was very cool is they have all these awards at Jeff Awards in uh, Chicago. And which actor won for Best Actor in an Ensemble? Uh, Dave Pesquese. And he said the greatest thing. He said he must be doing something wrong hmm. to be the Best Actor in an Ensemble. I thought that was freaking fierce. They had an award That's for improv. Best Actor Within an Ensemble? Yeah, I think from yeah. an ensemble cast. Yeah, you know, like, like what? They wanted to reward oh, people in like a Second City cast, and that's like seven people who do oh, a show. Okay. That's not the point. You know, it's not like you have the lead. It's not like you're Hamlet, you know? Yeah. So. I bet things were but really awkward. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Oh, it's oh, weird. Like, uh, they I called it the, the I and Team Award. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. And I should mention, <laughs> and I should mention, you, you co-directed this film, correct? I did, with my wife. There you go. And we're still married. Good for you. Shut yeah. up. Oh, wow. All right. It's, nice. it's amazing. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. But she, she must be very cool. 
She is very mm-hmm. cool, and I, you know, I was a little nervous because I, I wrote really a hot verse. Too, like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have really a awkward. big ask you would like to put to Thomas? <laughs> and on that, no, um, yeah, I, I was a little nervous when I gave her. I wrote as a short first, and it was about a guy asking all of his friends' girlfriends to give him a blowjob, and I wrote it, and I immediately like finished it because. I had the thought. I was like, I was lying one day and I was like, everything is terrible. I just wish this would happen. And I was like, dang, movie. And I wrote it and I gave it to my wife first, immediately. I, I don't, I, did I save it before? And I don't know. And that could have not gone well. But luckily, no, yeah. No, it could have not. Yeah. Could you not could have made a story about that. Right, exactly. That could have been a play right there. David starts writing. Yeah, right? he's like, wait a minute. I handed it to her and she looked and she read it. She left it and she's like, I think it's a feature. And then, oh. boom, off to the races. She's very so. cool. There's she your is wife. very cool. Yeah. <laughs> but you have one credit uh, I noticed on IMDb as Uh-oh. an actor, Thomas. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Once you get your guinea pig, happens to be the best damn candidate out of 600 volunteers. A secret experiment gave one man the strength of a hundred. Is he really? The rest of the world, he's just codenamed Captain America. And the power to save millions. The Jerry's have an experimental rocket ready to fire at a target somewhere in the United States. Only he could defeat a superhuman madman. The dad's a kind of fella. Skull yes, 1993. Oh, Matt wow. Salinger, Captain oh, America. Guys. So you're the kid that takes the picture? I'm No, I'm his friend. Oh, you're his friend. The kid takes oh, the yeah, picture, yeah, and yeah. then his friend is like the little chubby guy in glasses being like, well, do you know which hero it was? That's oh, awesome. Did, that did is... you have your Captain Midnight lucky decoder? That's <laughs> oh, my big line in it. Yeah. 1990 nice. Captain America. 1993, yeah. Matt Salinger, wow. J.D. Yeah. Salinger's yeah, son. J.D. Salinger's son, exactly. Yeah. The best part about the movie is that fact. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry to the movie. Hey, I, it was yeah. the Captain America movie we had for a long time. Right. Like, as a superhero fan, that is what I had to watch. And yeah, once upon yeah. a time, that's all you had. It was, that's all it the Captain America you had. Yeah, that's awesome. I, my dad is in and the movie, is in and it. yeah, they, the director and asked him, he's like, oh, we need a little kid to play you. And my dad was like, I have a son who is <laughs> eight. Who does your dad play in that My movie? dad plays, Ronnie Cox is the president, and my dad plays <laughs> the, like, journalist, and they're going after trying to find Captain America. Wow. And my dad got these. He he took me out when he decided we we're gonna do the movie, and he's like, "We're gonna get matching glasses." Cute. And I was like, "Okay." So we both got horn rimmed glasses oh. and put a pencil in the side of them. And the director told me on set, Albert Pune. <laughs> Why do I know? Wow. You Why Sorry, do I'm gonna blow it out, but man, uh, he didn't want a name drop. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't, didn't want to do the name drop. So yeah. I had a <laughs> I don't want to name drop, but Albert Pugh. <laughs> a guy who directs like English is not his first language. <laughs> so, yeah, so he said to my dad, he's like, you know, your son's scene is the best scene in the movie. And I, for like a year, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking over this world. And then I saw the movie and I was like, well, that's saying nothing. That's saying nothing. <laughs> About Albert Pugh told me that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for, for those listening and watching, uh, your father's Ned Beatty. Yes. He's the great Ned he, Beatty. He is an actor as well. Do you have a favorite film of his? What's your favorite film that he's oh, been in? Oh man, that is uh, like an impossible question. I would have to go. Actually, I'm going to go with Nashville. There's a scene uh-huh. in Nashville that is, I think it's Lily Tomlin's in the next room, and my dad is making eggs. He doesn't say a word. <laughs> he's just standing in the kitchen, and he makes a scrambled egg, and it's my favorite scene he's ever done. We have a term here on the show called movie jail. If you haven't seen blank movie, you're in movie jail. Right. Yeah. I have not seen Nashville. Ooh, oh, that wow. Is that I'm going to say that's a movie jail yeah. movie. That is a movie More jail so than movie. A Christmas Story. Those are probably my two biggest. Wow, uh, you haven't oh, seen yeah. A Christmas Story. It's a pretty big that's one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, like, like well, we all have one before you start. That's bad, yeah. Wow. You know, Thomas, your father has an amazing 
career and he's, he's a great actor and I'm just wondering what's it like for you to watch him do I his know. thing because I remember as a kid sitting in the living room watching my dad mow the lawn <laughs> just having like no sense of awe <laughs> <laughs> That's what my dad does. That's you know, your dad is a, an amazing actor. I'm gonna double up that question real quick because he's in the, your film. He is in my film. Oh, yeah, he is. That's um, fantastic. You know, it's awesome. My dad's really good at something. And that's, I mean, oh, you should have seen the lawn. It's a, a good lawn. I'm just saying. I, you know, it's it's a weird thing to grow up around. I mean, he's a you know he's an actor, so he's he's a totally crazy like all actors are, yeah. and uh, like getting to watch. I don't know how to describe it. It was it's amazing. It's amazing. It's still and working with him, I was terrified. I for as scary as the movie was and like, you know, David Crumholtz is in the movie. Worked with him the first day, shit my pants a little bit beforehand. <laughs> showed up. And then the day that my we were shooting with my dad, I didn't sleep the night. I mean we're working on Not like the first time that's happened. <laughs> I've worked with Barry Levinson. And yeah. he, he couldn't take it. He could not take it. Yeah. I know. Crazy. Oh. Well, he's known. Angley. He's known. Yeah. Yeah. So much shit. Yeah. He couldn't stop shitting. <laughs> he literally just couldn't stop. It's like, Ang, we're day five. Oh, my God. You're, you're still shitting? Please. Please like, make it stop. I can't stop shitting. Cause I can't. <laughs> oh, thank God. That's a wrap on David Grummel. Oh, 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 my God. Finally. Oh, that's Take this diaper off. Your movie could have been called The Big Shit. Yeah, that, that next one. The Big yeah. Shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how, how long have you two known each other? You have a, a rapport. Just since the movie. rapport. Yeah. Oh, yeah? But yeah, we got yeah. along. We oh became fast friends. Yeah, that's cool. And then enemies yeah. and then friends again. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sounds like you made a film together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's true. There was only one moment where I yelled. There yeah. was a yelling moment. Yeah, there was, was a yelling moment. It was like at four in the morning. To be fair, it was we went we went days to splits to nights, mm. which is maybe the easiest way to do it, but it's also torture. Yeah. And that's how you torture people is to do that. And it and was we were doing a scene, and it was like we got it, you know. And then yeah. it was like let's do one more take, and I was like, fuck yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everybody wants to fucking go home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wants to do one more fucking take. You got it. You said you got it. Yeah, but maybe we, <laughs> <laughs> we just said move on. Yeah. Don't say move on. There's and you know, like love is when you have all of that yeah. and you never show it to anyone. You just put it away. Oh. Your rant is just a beautiful, it's a beautiful Oh, you thing. have it on? on yeah. Oh, yeah, I have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> never shown right. it to anyone, but I have it for is it me. Ugly? Yeah. Is it ugly? Yeah, see, we have VOD, it's we have theaters, and then the Blu-ray, and we'll <laughs> yeah, get to see exactly. that. <laughs> just wait. I don't say, I don't curse you out specifically. I don't say, Thomas, motherfucker, come on. No, you, it's you just, don't a pull gen- it's just to the world. You're just like, <laughs> Have you seen Desert. the greatest rant is the one with Lily Tomlin and that oh, yeah. guy where David he Russell. Oh, yeah. and he's so awesome because he's so pissed that he like leaves and then comes in one of the doors of the <laughs> like set. The door behind. He it. has to open the set to come back. My, he keeps my, screaming. My favorite is the other clip when they're in the car. Oh. Yes. Oh. And uh, and uh, Dustin Hoffman. And Dustin yeah, Hoffman. She Dustin. tells him to shut the. She tells Dustin Hoffman to shut the fuck up. And then Naomi Watts is in the backseat behind her laughing, and he. She turns and, she, and you can shut the fuck up too. And you can hear Naomi Watts going, "I just, I'm sorry." <laughs> or Dustin's trying. He's like, you know, maybe we just could just, just, shut just, just, just roll, just roll the fucking roll the camera. Roll, let's go. Roll the fucking camera. Use it. Just use it. Wait, speaking of uh, uh, profanity on film, can you explain this, Thomas? Hey. Deer tick. Fuck deer tick. Fuck deer tick. Yeah, that's a scary voice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what is, good. What does fuck deer tick mean? Um, so 
This is a great. Uh, this is a cool indie. This is something I read about that makes for a cool indie film. Yeah, this story. is a real indie film story. Oh. So basically, you make a movie for very little money. I I work during the day testing movie trailers, and two week I won't say the movie, but two weekends ago I ran a test on TV spots for a movie, and the test cost more than our entire movie. <laughs> oh wow! Including the. PNA and everything. So wow. that's that's what you make little movies for. And we uh, we have this band, Deer Tick, that my wife and I really love, and <laughs> we really wanted a song from them. And and a good friend of ours, um, Andy Gowan, did the music supervision for the movie. And he does like How I Met Your Mother, and he's he knows these people. He when he calls, they're like, oh, hey, it's this guy. And he was you know kind enough to do the movie just as a friend. And he called up Deer Tick, and he was like, you know, <laughs> you guys are kind of well known. Would you do this for nothing? And they were like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Here's the thing though. You got to get someone famous to say fuck you to us <laughs> and send us a video. <laughs> and we were like, okay, <laughs> sure. So I was with my dad in New York. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like, dad, will you say fuck you, dear tick, to this band? And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. <laughs> I got a few other things I want to say. Dear tick, fuck Oh, that is yeah, that's amazing. You went for it. It's my yeah. new ringtone. Yeah. <laughs> you have an incredibly cool family between your dad and your wife. Yeah, they're very, very cool. cool. Yeah, you got what you needed. There you go. And that's my mom, who's uh, oh sorry, also cool. Well, I, I'm very proud of this. My mom is a writer as well, and I've watched her write movies for years and have a lot of stuff like Get Close and Not Go. And I, for myself, I was I was like, okay, if my mom's still doing this, I'm still gonna do it. And this year, she has her first movie. That she oh. wrote coming out in theaters, and it's oh what's it called? Two to three hundred thousand times bigger than our movie. What's the movie called? The movie is called Hector and the Deer Search Tick. For, yeah, it's called Wait, Fuck Deer Tick. It? <laughs> it's called it? Angley Shits a Diaper. No, it's called <laughs> <laughs> it's called Hector and the Search for Happiness. It oh. stars um, a lot of big famous people. Name them. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe you. Come back to me. Jamie, Jamie's She's looking. Like Jillian yeah, look Jacobs. This is yeah. so cool. By the way, it's Gillian. It's Gillian. It's Gillian. 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 Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But it's not just you. It's everyone a running joke with us Gillian. that everyone. Hey, says you know, that I see it in the community credits. I just yeah. uh, say what I. It'd see. be worse if you said Gillian Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that's a whole different thing. Yeah. He's right. Yeah. They're pretty big. Yeah. yeah. Name Rosalind them. Pike, Simon Pegg. Right. Oh, Simon Pegg. Simon Pegg is the lead. Rosalind Pike. Simon Pegg. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. And Peter Chelsom, who is my mom's writing partner, directed it and he directed my dad in a movie called Hear My Song that is m my second favorite movie of my dad's to take it back there. Oh, okay. the one that you can't even get it on DVD, but it's it's Peter's first movie before he went on to do a bunch of big movies and it's like it's a beautiful movie. Find this movie, watch it. Hmm. This conversation just hit a lull. Um, <laughs> it's like, okay, we, we get it. No one gives a shit. <laughs> After your wife's a good, no one, I mean, your mom's nice and all. God, God Jesus Christ. Christ. You know what? So tell us some inside poop on You're going to make her cry. Gonna make her cry. Jesus, Thomas, do you, think do you have? have any amazing sisters? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> tell us about your it's fifth over. cousin twice removed. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Oh, well, let's, let's move on to that. Well, first of all, I could chime in and just say Superman and the Big Easy. There you go. Yeah. My favorite mm -hmm. in movies. Um, and the Big Easy, one of the great underrated films of all time, by the way, if you've never, never seen, seen that film. Movie yeah, it's not jail. Movie Jail because no. it's so jail. under the radar, but yeah, that is a fantastic cool. movie. But uh, So let me ask you uh, something I ask everyone who comes on our show. What is your favorite movie of all time? Uh, whoever, whoever wants to take Crumb the lead there. <clears throat> My favorite? Yeah. So not the best, in my opinion. My favorite yeah. is um, much more interesting. Is coming to America. Yes, 
Is that one you watched over and over? Do you have it memorized? I've seen it hundreds of yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, and and I have a personal connection to it in a way. So I the movie's shot in Queens. I'm from Queens. Mm-hmm. And the McDowell's in the movie <laughs> was a Wendy's that my dad and I used to go to all the time because it was across the, the street from the movie theater oh. we used to go see movies oh. at. So we'd always go to the Wendy's. And, and oh, one day we went to go to the movies and go to the Wendy's. And the Wendy's was fucking closed. And it had been transformed into something oh. called McDowell's. <laughs> and my dad and I were like, this is impossible. Like, there can't be a McDowell's. <laughs> yeah, this is so crazy. And we went and the door was locked. And my dad knocked on the door, and a guy answered the door and said, hey, um, this is actually, it's a movie set. It's for an Eddie Murphy movie. And, you know, next year, the next year came out. That movie, I, it's John, I mean, John Landis, that movie is my, by far, just tour de force, <coughs> Eddie Murphy, John Landis, so well-paced. Everything about that movie is amazing, in my opinion, uh, I just that's to me the the quintessential that's like the peak of 80s comedies and right would, yeah. and, and and you've got you know you've got your Eddie Murphy movies and your Bill Murray movies your Dan Aykroyd movies your 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 Chase movies and your your John Candy movies uh, and then and 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 of all those movies of which John Landis you know basically, was responsible yeah, for many I just think Coming to America is the sweetest m- most sort of dialed in perfect comedy. That's you. great. Yeah, yeah. I agree. more that people say comedy in here than the, the Academy. Certainly, certainly. Oh, yeah, yeah. true. If it's a comedy, it doesn't yeah. get any respect. But that movie never pushed its sweetness. That's what w- made it work too. No, nope. uh, some it, of these Apatow films, like Forty Year Old Virgin, same thing. They didn't push that sweetness, and it just happened, and you get mm-hmm. to really enjoy it going sentimental and not feeling false or feeling forced right. or anything. Attack yeah. Coming to America did that, yeah, like twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Landis, yep, Landis. Go ahead, <laughs> Thomas. I get to give these perfect monologues. I'm supposed to follow that with, like, oh, my favorite movie is. Stop oh. talking about your family. Ah, <laughs> oh, God. That's the, that's, what, that's the best you got going for you. Um, I'm going to stay away from obscure food movies from the 20s, which are probably my favorite, and say really? Groundhog Day. Yay, Groundhog yeah. Day! Obviously, Karen's answer. the Bill Murray fan. Yeah, yeah. you, you have both there. answered correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I am curious about what films of the 20s, though. I'm a. Uh, oh, are you? If I, you I do like some uh, early. Uh, all right, just like to that. really slow this thing down. Uh, <laughs> no, no, we'll, get, we'll get it over. I'll with. just say, Trouble in Paradise is my favorite movie. I don't know if you've seen it. It's an Ernst Lubitsch movie. It's before oh, oh. the censors. It's sexy. It's funny. It's it's like one of the greatest romantic comedies of all time. Really? Well, Check it out. What's it I am Trouble in Paradise. Oh, I'm trying to add more Lubitsch to my. Uh, He's to my, my favorite. Diet. He's yeah. really amazing. Yeah, He's really can impressive. Can I give my close second? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, just because I'd, I'd real uh, defending your life. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, there you go. Possibly yeah. greatest yeah. concept for yeah. a movie. Is that your yeah. favorite movie ever? That is Favorite movie. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Last night again. I quote it all the time. Albert Brooks concept. is my hero. Ever yeah, he's my hero. Oh, okay. yeah. I would go. find Lost in America even a little funnier than that. Yeah, oh, but really? defending your life but is amazing. Real life is the, amazing. The greatest concept for. Oh okay. yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Defend yeah. your life against your yeah, ability your to fears. face yeah. fears yeah. before you move on. Amazing. That amazing. Th- that one and Groundhog Day. I feel like those are the kind of movies that haunt comedy writers. Same year. Yeah. All night. Yeah. You just you're like who who thought of that concept. How is it so good? An amazing thing about Groundhog Day is it holds up. They had a Harold Ramis tribute night over at the New Beverly Cinema, the greatest greatest theater in the history of the earth. Uh, And (laughs) we watched it, and it was, you know, 
it holds up. You still cry when Someone, he tries to save that old man. You just do. Yeah. You just can't yeah. help it. Someone said it was the closest we've had to a Frank Capra movie in modern times. It's like right. the perfect Frank Capra movie. Clearly, that that's why I would like it, because yeah. I'm actually 150 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Lubitsch. Can yeah. you move your leg? God yeah. damn it. You, oh God. You, Tom, <laughs> you, have a, you, you have like a Harold Ramis thing going on with your voice. It's kind of awesome. Really? Yeah. That's the best compliment ever. Oh, he does. Well, like Did you hear that? Tell thing. him not to cross the streams. Does it sound? <laughs> cr- tell him about are you saying that it sounds Kermitish? No, Harold <laughs> Ramisy. Not Kermitish. It's got a I little Kermit to it. Harold Ramis. Kermitish. I like Kermit too. I'll yeah. take them both. I Say Prince it. is dead. Prince dead. <laughs> Call Boris Karloff a cocksucker. That's a different movie. I'm just saying. I just heard it. Here, I'm gonna just completely change subjects. Tell David. Tell me what this is. Oh God! Today it's going to be mild and partly cloudy. <laughs> you know the Nazis used to call this weather for Jesus. which the yeah. rough translation is, "Please, don't have sex with your mother." <laughs> I don't know why they called this weather that. It was one of those loose, loose interpretations. Anyway, it's mild. It's partly cloudy. You should wear a sweater, perhaps. Do whatever the hell you want. Leave me alone. So I looked up what this was yes. on, on a day like it seems like it's just launching, correct? Yeah, it launched yesterday. Explain. Right. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, it's <laughs> uh, it's called weatherfrom.com. It's a website. It's a weather website. Uh-huh. It's yeah. a comedy weather website. Uh-huh. The idea was to uh, create a bunch of characters that would, and then film a bunch of vignettes for every different type of weather, and then uh, you'd go to the site and choose which character you'd like to have read you your weather for your local town. What ended up <laughs> happening was was this character was so much more impactful than the ones they filmed, so we launched with this character. Uh-huh. She is um, ba- basically a ritzy old lady uh, who lives in Boca Raton uh, and kind of based on my grandmother, and they put me in the guys from Bad Grandpa, uh, the guys who did Bad Grandpa, Alterian. Oh, they thanks yeah, yeah. they uh they, they should have um, won the oscar by the way yeah because i uh, love that movie I cried <coughs> three times because oh, they not only did the makeup for yeah. the film but for the people three so feet away anyway that's why they should have yeah. won. Yeah. Okay. so you have so, makeup on so i yeah i'm in full prosthetic that makeup every centimeter here i'll show you a picture <laughs> it's um, pretty amazing but, uh, he looks great yeah, it's pretty cool and um that's so cool it's yeah, a good so, idea too so we we there's if you go there you basically you can you can put in your zip code it's all accurate it hooks up to the national weather service we don't get too specific because you know it's not like we talk about cold fronts or low fronts. She wouldn't bother talking about that. <laughs> um, but uh, but you can also uh, just keep clicking random forecasts, and you can watch all thirty-five of the videos. Okay. And that's one of them. That's not even my favorite one. Oh well, there you <laughs> we go. We did his weather uh, from his hometown. At the time, she was on the phone, and it was it was thunder and lightning. Uh-huh. And I was like waiting for her to get struck by lightning because uh, old people are always worried about that when they're on the phone. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> oh my God. she looks yeah, like an old Jewish grandma. Yeah. Oh my God! And by she, awesome. I mean him. It's pretty yeah. amazing. <laughs> pretty cool. They are all awesome. I have sat there and clicked all 35. And, uh, yes. There's one where I, my favorite is, the, uh, there's one where I talk about um, how much I love, I don't love Jurassic Park, but I love the uh, the skinny tall actor who's wearing the leather jacket. <laughs> and I can't remember his name, so I call my son and I say, what's the name of that actor? He's a very good actor. He's tall. He wears glasses. He's got a sexy wa- Yes. And I hang up and I say, Jeffrey Goldblum. He is, I love, he's always moving this. He's wandering, his eyes are always wandering this way and that. And he's, I like, he's very pensive. I like that quality in an actor. That's a good quality. And then I say, I'd like to eat his ass out. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, you have no idea how cold or hot it is. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, that's the cool thing about it is we, I just say the weather and then we talk about whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's so funny. Is it improvised or is it... Uh, it's uh, scripted some... and improvised. Yeah. One of the improvised ones we did was me on the phone with an Indian telemarketer. Oh. And, um, <laughs> and it basically I... I, uh, I get off the phone. We're talking about whatever. Then I get off the phone and just basically say, you know, the Indians are wonderful people, but they eat shit. <laughs> what is that shit? And I just go off on Indian food for like a good 30 seconds. It's very funny. It's random, and but it's funny. And her set is really great, too. The whole set has a really wonderful feel to it. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of it's pastel. Cool. Thanks it's for, nice. yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was like poking around, see what you were up to, and IMDb yeah. said you were doing that. And I went, what the hell is that? And yeah. it yeah. turns out this is a really funny it's thing. It's yeah. been fun. And it just launched. Yeah. yeah. Just launched. Yeah. So Busy what week. Really excited about Weatherfrom.com. There you go. Uh, it was the Weatherfrom.com. A couple more things. I got, I got a couple things to get to before we uh, wrap the show, but I wanted to find out something that Karen would be interested in. Is your dog in the big ass? Yeah. Explain yeah. how. What? And, you know, she's the reason we won the ensemble award. Oh, yes. Definitely. <laughs> uh, just basically, so there was a, the character of Grousley, uh, Grousley the dog, who was supposed to be sort of a nondescript desert dog. And um, f- when I first met with him, I was like, you should, you should use my dog because I won't charge you anything. <coughs> and it's my dog, so you'll get... Of familiarity with me, like it won't be. You know, I hate like movie dogs where yeah. Yeah, it's like it cuts the, and they're looking yeah. right. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. it's awful. And I said we're gonna get a real performance out of a real dog, and my dog is very expressive because she's half boxer. Don't laugh because this it's is true. very important. And uh, I, I love the concept um, of hating. Working with movie dogs. Oh. They're so uppity. Those movie they dogs. Are. Oh, dude, you'd be surprised. I worked with a Portuguese padango, Portuguese padango once. <laughs> Fucking Those deep, padangos. Deep. Fucking right. cunt. Yeah. Uh, Typical anyway. padango, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Worst. Those no per- dogs. Flat as a board. So, um, couldn't get any ma- action with her either. Um, I'm sorry. That's great. This guy, so I was like, we should use my dog. And he was like, I don't know. I was like, dude, you trust me. I've worked with movie dogs. It's a pain in the ass. The trainer's there. Yeah. You know, the the, the the guy, you know, the um, whatever, the ASPCA guy's watching, you know, like, mm. let's just use my dog. And he came over for a wardrobe fitting one day, and as soon as he walked in, he was like, holy shit, your dog is the nondescript desert dog, because she is. She kind of does, she's a boxer, German shepherd mix. She doesn't look like anything, and she's fucking awesome in the movie, wouldn't you say? <laughs> she's amazing. And by the way, that's not what, the way it happened is David was like, hey, uh, I'm really sorry, I gotta, I just want to ask, there's something I want to ask you, I'm I don't know oh. if you're gonna. Am I, no, I don't saying, know if I'm but overstepping then, but you or something. Said no. You said no. I didn't first. say. I said let's meet the dog. But I thought it was funny in the moment. I was like, I was I t- like, I, I was like, no. agreed to be in my movie, and now he's asking me the favor. I'm like, what? It, yeah, bring your whole family. Whatever you want to do, let's do it. So but she, no, she was like the best dog. I mean, I've, I've there's a scene in yeah. the movie where I well, there's a couple scenes in the movie where I curse her out. Oh. We're sitting in this room, and I curse her oh, out because. And uh, and basically, I'm cursing myself out, but doing it to her. And we've got some great shots of her. And you know, I, she's my dog, and I'm in her face crying and yeah. you know, cursing her out. <laughs> and you can see her kind of little eyebrows kind of. Yeah, she's like, oh, what's well, happening? Because oh, she's yeah. not <laughs> acting. She's, yeah. she's really not. in she's that like, moment. Exactly. She's like, what's going on with dad? You know, with my dude here, uh, with my person. So I yeah, just, yeah, I just felt I bad know. for it dogs worked. who are like in a in an odor like remover. Print ad. They're oh, like, hey, and they don't know it's a <laughs> telling about how what much about the dog stinks. <laughs> you gotta get rid of the smell. They're just all psyched to be in a print oh, ad. That movie, uh, that movie due date with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. There's <laughs> that scene where Robert Downey Jr. spits in full on spits in the Boston in the uh, French Bulldog's face. 
He goes, and he spits right in the dog's face, which made me fucking laugh. I mean, I honestly, that that movie's not great. I fell out of my chair, and I actually was able, privileged enough to work with Downey Jr. earlier uh, last year. And I was like, I just got to ask you, was that like in the script that you spit in the dog's face, or 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 was it improvised? It had to have been improvised on one of the takes. You spit in the dog's face. And by the way, the dog takes it like, Ugh, you know, um, and it was in the script. Oh my god, they wrote. <laughs> they wrote, he spits, he spits in the dog's, in the dog's face. face. He's just excited. He doesn't know. He doesn't even know he's Amazing. in a movie. He doesn't even spit in the face. He doesn't even know it's Robert Downey Jr. spitting at him. Yeah. Very exciting. Oh, one last project I got to ask you about coming up because we're big Stern fans. Yeah. We heard uh, Seth Rogen on the uh, Howard and Stern show talking Ike about. And Holtz, friend of the show. Uh, yeah, he oh, yeah. was on I recently, killed, too. Yeah. He killed on him. Stern. He yeah. did, yeah. Mike and I work at the same gym, and this morning. Oh, you do? He was very nice to me because oh. I watched the website, and he told me. Really well, nice that's cool. Mention that you were here in the garage. Yeah, I will. Absolutely. Ike sat right there, yeah. and then four days later was on the Stern Show. You oh, do the math. Crazy. Yeah, well, yeah. Awesome. Pack right. your bags for Things New York. are turning up. Yeah. This is it. Wait, did you talk about our, our show at the gym with Ike Barinholtz? No. Oh no, no, oh, no. no. <laughs> weather front. Not yet, but I will. I will. I thought you <laughs> said yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the video. It's I'd be very like, funny. I did the movie guys podcast. <laughs> I was like, wow. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Ike doesn't remember being on this show. Anyway, but he wasn't awake. We tied him up. But seems you're part of Sausage Party. Yeah. And, well, the way oh, Seth describes this movie, it sounds like the greatest thing I'll, I'll ever see. I will say this. It's the funniest script I've ever read. And it is, um, uh, awesome. I should say, a, a animated CGI 3D movie, it's but food. It's all decidedly so adult. It's basically like mm -hmm. a filthy toy story with, <laughs> instead of toys, food items. <laughs> that, and I, I play um, a, a Middle Eastern or Arab lavash rap. <laughs> Um, and I'm not, that's all I'm going to say, but I, I will say this. Um, it is extremely <laughs> filthy, but you know, like sometimes there are filthy movies and it's just stupid. Yeah. It's brilliantly filthy. Oh, yeah. uh, it's going to shock people. Good. Uh, I'm, I, I'm the MPAA is going to have a problem. <laughs> there is an orgy scene that is, that I watched the other day. <laughs> that is. Make you hungry. Well, Seth actually tweeted him watching the like his they the 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 uh, animation guys showed him the pre-visualization of that scene yeah and he <laughs> film he had someone film him and and Evan Goldberg's writing partner and a few other people watching it to see their reactions and just their reactions are hilariously funny. <laughs> oh. It's them going like, oh, God. <laughs> and it goes on for a good, like, it's a literally like a seven-minute montage oh. of the most dirty orgy shit you've ever seen. But it's food items doing it. I'm very, I'm very excited. I, I, yeah, me too. Basically, you see my balls in it. Like my, I'm a lavash say, wrap. Do you have like little balls. legs like that? You had to look I up had a lavash wrap. I didn't know what yeah. it was. It's like, a, it's like an Arab burrito. And then basically. you just have like little legs and balls on there. Nice. Um, yeah, I have little legs and balls. I have a goatee. Fabulous. Very exciting. That'll be nice. I've always wondered about editors who have to edit porn, and like. <laughs> Do they just get really kind of like oh, beat down by it? Imagine the the <laughs> animators that had to do this. Like, awesome. Is this right? Are we supposed to be doing this with a what? But the they funny thing about things like this is like the MPAA is like you can't show a lavash rap raping a cucumber. <laughs> you can't. Like, I, 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 like there's no precedent for it. Right? Exactly. It's only well, technically actually, dirty in their heads. They actually did. They did show me a little thing of uh, Edward Norton plays uh, um, a bagel, and um, he he's like my enemy because he's really Jewy. And uh, and chewy, uh, and anyway, there's a moment. So we have gay sex. We get gay for sure. each other. And there's a moment where 
he co- I was telling him this earlier tonight. He comes up un- under between my legs where my balls are hanging. He grabs my balls and he put he stretches my balls sack over his eyes and pretends like my balls are his two eyes and goes. Eh. I mean, there's that. And, and, that's a and Seth and I was like, that's the craziest thing. And they were like, yeah, the MPA. That's for the MPAA. They're never gonna let us get away with that. I'm like, why? Why is that bad? Okay. It's a bagel putting a lavash's human balls on his eyes. Nothing <laughs> wrong with that. What you the know, code? Uh, what's the code for that? I what I already want as a memento, if you could ever get it, is is the initial MPAA cut list framed from that <laughs> movie. Like, yeah. like oh, really? because the descriptions would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be the greatest artifact to get from that movie. Be like, grape sticks penis in this. And, well, have you, you know. guys seen that documentary? This film is not yet rated. No, yes. I have not yeah. seen. Yeah. It. I love that yeah, filmmaker pretty, too, and I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. You haven't yeah. seen the ball? movie? I'm in movie jail all it's over the place. Pretty messed up. I haven't seen it either. I, I, would, I know I would get angry at that. Yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. about how studio movies have, studios have pull with the MPAA so they can show dick. They can show all kinds of stuff from here, to, from, uh, you know, now, now and then. Uh, um, but independent movies who don't have that kind of pull mm. do way less dirty shit and mm. get slapped with NC-17 mm. ratings. Yeah. So it's all about, like, the mm. cash and, and just about, like, who actually votes on what a rating should be. And it's like, you know, it's basically like a society of of housewives from from Studio City uh, or Burbank or North Hollywood and that's yeah. who yeah. that's who defines how movies are rated. It's really it's strange. It's like 10 man. people. It's like It's like 10, 10 people. people yeah. Make a yeah. note, Thomas, while you're still under the radar, more cock in your movies before you <laughs> can't oh, before I you know. can't have any more cock. I, know. I did I did I show my ass in it and and uh, the actresses saw my dick. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, you sure. didn't sock it or anything. No. Here's the nah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> this was you a can't ultra, sock it. That's what he's saying. This was an ultra low budget. Well, exactly. Can't but contain it. I could sock the tip, oh, maybe. Uh, this was an ultra low budget <laughs> oh, uh, uh, movie. So we had the ultra low budget <laughs> cock sock, <laughs> which is just which suck. was basically like see through. <laughs> And like oh almost like it was almost like you know it almost was the consistency of like w- w- a lunch lady's uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know so it was uh, a hair hair net, I'll say it I'll say it it was a terrible cock sock. And oh, what yeah, happened was one so we do the scene the yeah. and uh, and <laughs> we're doing the scene <laughs> and I'm thinking okay I got my cock sock. gonna be and it's basically I I reveal myself I disrobe myself toward the end of the movie to the three girls I've asked to have sex with me, and so we we do the first take and I disrobe myself and they were not expecting to see this limp cock sock <laughs> and, and I'm sure you have this outtake as well they just literally guffawed themselves off the bed they were oh, sitting on yeah. and of course uh, I'm like so then the next take was like fuck it man I might as well just show my dick and balls and so then I just did I was oh, yeah. I went full yep. frontal on set really, yep. what do you think of that pal that should be the new Hollywood currency you know yeah, like yeah. well how many actresses <laughs> have you shown your dick to about uh, 10? Yeah. 10? Oh, I got that beat. Then it could get real <laughs> creepy. It could get real creepy real fast, though, because guys are trying to outdo each other, and the actresses right. are like, stop showing us your cock. Well, it was especially <laughs> creepy because it was before I burned the wart off. <laughs> yeah. hey yeah, hey <laughs> What time is it? I look at a picture of my six-week-old daughter. It's time for... What did you see this week? What did you see we this week? Wow. We have yeah. wow. So wait, have we have we officially yeah. moved on from the ward on dick joke? <laughs> <laughs> I do like a good ward. I, I on like to put joke. music. Do you hear that transition? Oh, that's yeah. a yeah. pro at work right sure there. That, that, yeah. that a lot music, of podcasts don't even transition. That music <laughs> leaves everything behind it. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. So what did you see this week? I put it to the table. Did you see anything? I Godzilla think. twice. You saw it twice. Wow. You had to go in three D. Wow. Yeah, I went in three D. 
It's quite the movie in 3D. I saw it with you because I yeah. wanted to see it with you. I didn't want to wait till Charlie got back. Charlie got back. He said, "You want to see Godzilla?" I said, "So the same day?" Shh. No, no, oh. no. Uh, uh, one night later. Oh, okay. Is but it I, as boring as everyone says it is? No, okay, hold on. A second yes. Here. First of all, <laughs> first of all, my opinion doesn't count once again because I spent Thursday through yesterday watching Godzilla movies. I've watched like every Godzilla movie. I watched everything. So, of course I liked Godzilla. But it doesn't matter. My opinion doesn't matter, right? Well, you, you often say that you're just happy that movies exist. Well, I know. So it's a lot of times, <laughs> the, fact that there's a new, the fact that there's a new Godzilla makes you happy, we already know how you're It makes me feel. so happy. I was oh, so thrilled. So and, and How great was that Godzilla redesign? How great first, was how they treated him? But the first ten minutes it. was shot out of a cannon. The first ten minutes I was like, this is going to be the greatest Godzilla movie ever. And then it just ground to a halt. That's where I've. I've they, no, I don't didn't. want to give any spoilers, but. To a halt. Oh my God. Okay. I, I don't want to talk too much. First of all, first of all, here's what the movie I've read, does. I've right? read a few Facebook rants about how terrible it is, how boring uh, it is. Okay. Well, I disagree with everybody on all these things. But here, let me just let me just say this: what the movie decided to make was to take a re- realistic version of what it's like to be in a city where two giant creatures are fighting. Which is such a cool aspect of that because Godzilla movies, especially the ones that reboot, or the first, you know, the first one and Godzilla 1985 and and the 1998 Godzilla, which I dared to rewatch. Nah. Yeah. That movie is a piece of shit, but not necessarily for what people say about it. First of all, where is the precedent of great characters in a Godzilla movie? I ask you, after watching an entire weekend of Godzilla movies, who's your favorite? The space pilot from Godzilla vs. Gigan or the scientist from Godzilla vs. Megalon? That's why I you say, know, whatever. let's not have them at all. Let's have a lot less of them. Well, that, you know, might, be the, the that mov- might be the problem. Well, that is destroy all monsters. But anyway. Well, that might be the problem, which is what you said, a realistic version of two giant monsters fighting. I don't want realism if I'm going to Godzilla. Well, that's why I... I and I'm, Mighty I'm Joe gonna... Young was one of the greatest movies. Why? Because in the first five minutes, you get a big-ass monkey, and then it's just big-ass monkey for the rest of the movie. <laughs> well, to be honest with you, while this Pacific movie Rim? was lambasted... Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. I amazing. love that movie. That right? movie's amazing. That's yeah, a great movie. And, and if you, it, as a theater experience, uh, at home, yeah. But in theaters, that movie is sick. You know, Pacific yeah. Rim... mind-blowing, man. Yep, probably yeah. still is the best Godzilla movie of the last ten years. <laughs> yeah. But I like <laughs> but there's a holy shit Kaiju moment. Movie. There's a holy shit moment in Pacific Rim. I mean, I you had a year when the uh, <laughs> really. when when it finally we see wings on, on one of those things because you right. have there are no rules as to what the kaiju are. Yeah. So when yeah. one of them mounts that building and just spreads its wings, you're like, fuck. I didn't <sighs> have that awesome. moment in Godzilla. I wish I did. Did you see Pacific Rim? Oh yeah, uh, I love that movie. I love yeah. too. Um, but just um, for I just want to say yes. I saw Bridget Jones' diary. Oh, <laughs> and that is true, because Karen had a birthday, and that's one of her favorite movies. <laughs> is it your birthday lot. movie? Do you watch that every year? Um, I had two girlfriends come over, and we watched it so we could talk about uh, Colin Firth and Hugh um, Grant. What, what's oh. your birthday? When's your birthday? May 19th. Oh, my God. Yes. Mine is May 15th. Yes. You. Oh my God. Happy birthday. One thing you can count on, though, from the Godzilla movie that we called correctly is however much fun the movie's having, as soon as you cut to Ken Watanabe, it's time for gravitas. Yes. So we realize that every time, we, oh my God, it's Godzilla! Oh my God, Magilly! You cut to, you cut to uh, Ken Watanabe, and he will go, yes. But by the way, Godzilla comes to destroy. <laughs> uh, you know, like, he's always serious. You right. and I had the moment. I had it with Charlie. Did everybody have this moment when he finally it comes down to say the words Godzilla, yeah. and it's Ken Watanabe, and he's looking at the screen. He goes, "They called him Godzilla." <laughs> like he just like eats that line. Like, I, I get to it. say the line. <laughs> <laughs> it kills it. 
<laughs> so anyway, that's good. It's made me smile so much. What's that? That Clint Eastwood movie that he's awesome in the one. Unforgiven. No, no, not Ken Ken Watanabe. Oh, Ken Watanabe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Letters to Iwo Jima. Yeah, Letters to Iwo Jima. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, it's like, like where's the movie where yeah. Clint Eastwood is awesome? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not Paint Your Way. Iwo Jima. I know it's not. Yeah. Yes. Let us go to Iwo Jima. So just for fun, if you want to read a Godzilla review as Ken Watanabe, I've pulled a few here. And it's also fun oh, to find out go. where Rotten Tomatoes gets their reviews from. So here's where their, their <laughs> collected opinions come from. For example, for example, Robert Rotin. Oh, wow. 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 Be careful. Wow. 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 The bit is done. The bit is done. Let's move on to. Uh, <laughs> we'll hold that one back out. Wow. <laughs> next time. That'll be next week. We'll be doing retraction. Apology tour. Big retractions on uh, Godzilla, though. We, we tried to preview that last week. I said like 12 things that never happened in that movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. a giant octopus. You watch a trailer, you think you, you, know, you think. A uh, perfect that. example of where that speech that David Strathairn gives in the commercial preview does not happen in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Some of you have friends in the family or friends in the well, city. Well, you family. probably worked on that trailer, didn't you? No, actually not. No, I did wow. not work on Godzilla. He, he works on most of the yeah. trailers. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh yeah, and, and uh, I I also read you uh, you were an assistant to uh, the producer of all of the uh, um, Underworld movies, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. I was a assistant and then a production coordinator on uh, one of them, Underworld Three, I think. Okay, one of those, yeah. yeah. I've got the cool. wolf head at home, and I, every Halloween <gasps> I put oh, on the fantastic. lichen head and. Rise I, of the Lycans. Yeah, Rise of the Lycans. Yeah. I yeah. have the lichen head, and I just terrify children. Oh, my Every God. Every Halloween, yes. I have candy, and I open the door, and they just cry. It's great. <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. I thought that was interesting, because you also worked uh, in that capacity for, like, Crank and Gamer. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. Now, and, you made a, yeah. and then you made, a, like, a comedy with yeah. <laughs> drama. Yeah. Just a quiet little, yeah. little, little movie, yeah. All right, well, let's get to the uh, – because Karen is going to go away and do uh, yeah. Pump Boys and Dinettes up in Northern California. She's going to do a run of a big old musical up there, so she uh, oh, wow. had, this will be her final yeah. Karen's birthdays for a while until she Hugh comes Jackman. back. Uh, so let's celebrate the birthdays of those who make the movies. Here we go. All right, let's start off our week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to one of our favorite Viners, Will Sasso. Yay! Yay. Oh, yes. He turns 38 but can play anywhere from Bill Clinton to Randy Newman. He does impersonations of all those crazy people, and I just think that's an interesting... To go from someone like Bill Clinton to Randy Newman. Very, very interesting to me. Anyway, everyone knows him from his work on Mad TV, The Three Stooges, and Best in Show. But we here at the movie guys love him for his Vine videos. So I was kicking around and I found this one. It's like an extended one where they put them together of him driving as Arnold Schwarzenegger. So take a listen to this. You want to hear a funny uh, Schwarzenegger story? <laughs> this is a true story. This is a true like story. That. Let's let's listen closely then. Um, so so I had a, a a friend who was a PA uh, who worked on God one of those sort of mid nineties uh, uh, demon. No, that when he was <laughs> like last against demons. Days. Last end day. Of days. End of days. It was another. There was another one. I think it was the other. One. Anyway, so he was put in charge of watching uh, Arnold's trailer. Um, you know, making sure everything. And Arnold had a big giant bus, basically. And um, Arnold had a, a friend working on the film, a female stunt woman who he had worked with many, many times. Her name happened to be Maria, oddly enough. And um, he, he swears he saw this happen, and I, I believe him. That the the Maria walked past Arnold's trailer, and Arnold's trailer door opened, and Arnold stepped up and said, stepped out and said, "Hey, Maria, it's good to see you today." And she said, "Oh God, thanks, Arnold." And he said, "Yeah, you're looking very beautiful." And she said, oh, that's thanks. That's very sweet, Arnold. And he goes, yeah, you know, I'd like to give you a 73. 
and she goes, what's a 73? And he goes, it's a 69 with four of my fingers in your ass. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. And he shit. swears. Wow. <laughs> he <Holy>. swears. <laughs> Watch Pumping Iron. Uh, I love the 73 that story. It's, it's, oh it's amazing. <laughs> none of us have any problem believing that. Yeah, really. no, it's totally I true. No problem believing that. Uh. You can't make well, that. you can't make that up. Uh, I'm sorry. Does this I, show normally not go that blue? No, no, that was oh, perfect. Oh, okay, <laughs> That's okay, right in the pocket for us. Come on, go. Oh, here it oh, is. Right. This is bullshit. <laughs> Man, look what you're doing. Hi. Yeah, hi. Where am I? Fuck you. <laughs> Sweet Caroline. It's just Arnold <laughs> driving around. <laughs> yeah, look at this. It's like a movie set. The alien space station maze killing aliens. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Yeah, hi. I'm in Canada. After you, eh? After you. Yeah, look at this tree. Yeah, look at this. It's like we're back in the movie set. The alien space station maze. Anyway, oh, okay. yeah. goes on uh, and on. And at no point wow. does he mention seventy-three. Sadly, <laughs> seventy-three. Wow. All right. So uh, now from him, damn. from Arnold Schwarzenegger driving around, we're gonna wish a happy birthday to Jim Broadbent, who turns sixty-four but can play anywhere from Mr. Jones in Bridget Jones' Diary there you go. to Mr. Thatcher in The Iron Lady. That dude's sixty-four. Isn't that God, crazy? He looks like eighty-nine. He's been playing right? sixty-four oh forever. God. Not looking right. Great. But he is well known as a supporting cat, uh, actor, and even one. Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in what film? I throw it to the table. I could tell you. I know you I know. Hold. Does anybody know? Oh, man. He won an Academy oh, yeah. Award for so Best Supporting Actor. What's her name? It loses her mind? Is it that one? Yeah. Yes, Iris. Iris. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice oh, work. Wow. Not yeah. Blue Iris. Well done. No, not well Blue done. Iris. That's a totally different thing. <laughs> yeah. um, but now this is kind of a cool little bit of trivia. He has quite a history of working with award-winning and award-nominated actresses. In the year 2001 alone, he worked with three such women. Can you name them and the movies they were nominated for? Big actresses who eventually went on to win awards for their acting. I believe he was in Moulin Rouge with Nicole Kidman. Yes, that's right. Uh, wow. He and Iris was not then. Iris was one of oh, them. Oh, Iris was then. And the other one. And Judy Dench went one. Right, for, uh, and that was in 2001. All yeah. of these were in 2001. And what other one I just watched? Oh, Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones. Yes. Yes. Renee Zellweger. Who won for Cold Mountain eventually. Yes, yeah, isn't that cool? So it's kind of neat you to guys think that. Are he yeah. rubs good, off good on these stuff. people. I you got to hang out with Jim, put Jim Broadbent in your movie. Albert Pugh, you I got Jim Broadbent. I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I just saw him like in Bridget Jones, and I just he's so adorable. And then I saw it was his birthday. And speaking of birthdays, here's a first for the movie, guys. Not only is it my birthday uh, like two days ago, but also we have a birthday celebrant in the room with us, which is crazy. Yeah. I've never yeah. had that. So happy birthday to David Krumholtz, who turns 36, but can play anywhere from an elf to Mr. Universe. That's right. I think that's quite a range, sir. Yeah, I agree. Yep. <laughs> uh, and I got to tell you, a lot of times whenever a lot of times whenever we do birthdays, I like to look up stuff like um, finding out who had other roles that they turned down. So I, for you, I looked up to see if you were ever naked in a movie. Yeah. And I found out that half of your IMDb, he was naked. And now we found out today that he was showing his balls to everybody. And uh, on Mr. Skin, they were saying you're naked left and right. It's crazy. Oh, because the slums Beverly Hills. Yes. I'm not naked. But my I, penis I can, is I saw prominent. your penis. Yeah, 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 sure. Not bad, huh? Not bad. <laughs> I can understand why. I can balls. understand why they needed the bigger sock for yeah. you. 
so I'm just very excited. If he big asks you anything. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) What's the line line that Jason Ritter says in our movie about some guys are growers, some guys are... Showers or growers? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. 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 I'm not much of a grower. That's about all you got. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. All right. Well, it was was good for the... They have like little screenshots, so check that out. Another thing that I thought was kind of... fuck (laughs) I'm just doing my research. This is not research. (laughs) Perversion. This is my research for the show. (laughs) And also, this is kind of fun little weird little comedy website that said that you had um, some photos stolen from your phone today. It's just some weird thing. If you look up your name and you you put... Are you fucking with me? No. And it's all BS because when you look at the photos, the pictures that someone took at the museum and a picture of someone's dog. And it's just this funny weird little website. That's so so weird. I'll have to show you that. Mm -hmm. That's weird. Why would they... They're stalking. They I d- stole the weirdest pictures. I know that's what <laughs> they're saying. <laughs> they're saying that you're this great art connoisseur. So what? Yeah, I don't know. People love well, you. Well, that's true. Is that true? People yeah. love you. And lastly, because since you're stuck in the garage with us, uh-huh. Lee, you know how much I love to hear celebrities sing. There are two things that I know about Karen. <laughs> yeah. One. Pre-wart cockpicks are her favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and she loves hearing celebrities sing. We yes. do have celebrities wow. sing in our show every week. Love That's it. Great. And so this week, I looked up our friend David, and I don't know why this is happening, but he put it on the internet, so I'm going to share it with all of you. Oh, God. Here he is, David Kremolt, singing Adele's Someone Like You. Never so mind, sweet. I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best. He looks like he's sitting on his couch at home just singing. Don't forget me. Well, that wraps another showcast, everybody. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Movie Guys on you Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/TheMovieGuys, as well as YouTube, iTunes, iTunes, SoundCloud. Still going. <laughs> Some damn is Oh, that was a drunken night. <laughs> uh, where else are we? Uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, Vine, all that shit. Thanks to Thomas Beatty and David Crumholz. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Oh, yes. Happy birthday, guys. David. Happy birthday uh, to you. Final plugs yeah. the big ask on VOD. That's iTunes and all over hell, apparently. Yeah. And then look forward, if you're in Southern California, at uh, the one theater, theater here in. Is it the Sunday? Yeah. Yes. Lemley North Hollywood. Oh, oh Lemley North, North Hollywood. Oh, that's great yeah. theater, yeah. In your select oh, yeah, theater on May, uh, yeah. on May 3rd. <laughs> the, the no host. Right around Sunday. the corner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your uh, your counter programming for Maleficent. Go and see this instead. The yes. big ass, right? Yeah. Um, I heard that movie's a real piece of shit. There you go. <laughs> and then, I heard it. You wait and see. I heard that is a disaster. Uh, thanks to Jamie Clark Elvington yeah. for watching the board, <laughs> and for Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every week. And great remember, you can Steve find Schultz. everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. We'll be back next week with great new guests, reviews of, or previews, I should say, of Maleficent and Million Ways to Die in the West. We'll give them a thorough once over, and we'll see you then. Yay. Until then, look up Albert Pune. <laughs>